AI is changing everything we know about the business of media and marketing. To learn about navigating those changes, come to Unmade's Humane Conference on May the 28th. Get your tickets at humane.au. That's H-U-M-A-I-N dot A-U. Start the week with Unmade. Setting the agenda for the week in media and marketing. Today, Foxtel unveiled its next big thing. What we're about to learn from earnings season. And Ten's boss is ousted. Unmade. It's Monday, February 19. I'm Abe Beauty, and good morning, Tim Burrows. Good morning, Abe. How are you? Uh, very well, mate. Very well here. Sunny weekend, so I hit the beach a couple of times with the family. Uh, got the sand between the toes. Always nice to step away from screens for a bit, isn't it? Well, guess what I did? It. I did some ver- a very Tasmanian tourism thing. Yes. I went to the. I went to Evandale and the National Penny Farthing Championships. Now, I <laughs> I do stress I wasn't participating. I was more, you know, sitting in the pub as the penny farthings whizzed past. But um, but yes, it felt very quaint and very Tasmanian. Funnily enough, I'm actually heading to Maydina to the Red Bull Hardline this weekend coming, which is like extreme downhill mountain biking. I'm helping. Uh, just helping with um, uh, the the live video stream, just being a bit of a gopher. Now that's uh, the absolute opposite opposite to penny farthing racing. I would have thought extreme downhill mountain biking. I would pay a lot of money to watch someone take a penny farthing down that route. <laughs> anyway, we should get into it. Where should we start this week? Well, let's start with earnings season. Uh, who will we hear from this week? Yeah, we get straight into it today, actually. Um, not long after we record, the uh, um, data will drop from O-Media. They've got their full year of results. So um, O-Media, one of Australia's major out-of-home companies, um, the only large one that's listed on the uh, ASX. And a couple of things we'll be looking out for, one of which will be um, their profit number. Now, they, 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 they did a profit number of about 288 million last year. So we'll be asking ourselves, will they beat that number? Um, and then the other number we'll be looking out for is their previous record number was 313 million all the way back in 2019 before COVID. So if they beat that number, then that will be the real sign of, uh, recovery in the out of home market. Now, um, out of home has, has done quite well in recent months. You know, it has bounced back even as things like television have gone backwards. So, um, yeah, we'll be, um, we'll, 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 we'll be keeping, keeping our eye out for that and looking for a, a couple more clues as well. They made, um, uh, a, a big hire who, um, uh, starts in the next few days is sort of going to be focusing on kind of developing new strategies for the company. So there might be some clues about what that means. And then the other, um, clue I'll be looking at for the updates is, um, they, they announced, oh, I reckon a year ago now, Reu, which was their retail media play. Um, it's, uh, it would be about time we heard a little bit more about that one too. So, so lots to expect to kick off the week with O Media. And Nine is reporting their half-year results on Thursday. 
Yeah, that's right. Whereas um, O Media was um, the full year, so that, that that's going to be the results for all of um, 2023. Nine reports to a more kind of um, traditional cycle of financial year. So we've got the the, the, the results that go from July to December. Um, so we'll be looking out for a few things then. Obviously, how nine has traded uh, in television in what was a very tough last few months of the year along with what they feel like the outlook is going forward now for nine it feels like they're going to take a lot of the oxygen in the room in the coming months from the tv industry because of the olympics which um which um they they have on 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 nine um and across the various kind of uh other nine outlets also looking for clues on how the publishing side of the operation will go as well um that it feels like there's a bit of a crunch time coming for the publishing industry with um the meta slash facebook money and the google slash alphabet money up for renewal and not guaranteed to be renewed um so lots to look at there on thursday from nine and also on Thursday, the uh, the full year results from ARN Media, who are in an interesting position at the moment. They very much are. So ARN Media are the kind of leaders of the the takeover bid of their biggest rival, Southern Cross Osterio. So I suppose that you know almost the most interesting thing isn't going to be so much the results from ARN as the market wanting clues on how that merge is going because the the vibe seems to be it's still progressing you know there are talks going on with Southern Cross Osterio I think Southern Cross Osterio if I remember rightly report next week um, but equally there hasn't been an update for a little while so so we're looking out for that and and that almost eclipses the actual results I'm I'm expecting ARN to kind of have lost a little bit of steam, to be honest, because, you know, they had the, the kind of merger and integration of grant broadcasting, the, um, the kind of the regional player, which I think will involve some investment. They are moving headquarters. So the new offices, um, in North Sydney, um, they open any day now. Uh, and of course, that's probably one of the moments that will, um, We'll, we'll, we'll decide when the Carl and Jackie O show starts broadcasting into Melbourne as well, which is very imminent. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's there's lots to look out for AOM Media, but it will all be through the lens of the takeover bid. And we should also cover off on seven. Uh, their half-year results came in last week. The market really wasn't impressed, and, and, and James Warburton's victory lap sounds like it's a little subdued. Yes, yeah, look at that is a um a fair observation. Um if there was one thing that did surprise me a bit about the results was the fact that Seven's share price reacted so badly to it because most of the information was already out there. You know, we knew that the TV industry had 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 seen something of a downturn some of it because um of the economic cycle but also some of it because it feel like feels like dollars are leaving uh le- either leaving television altogether or moving from you know broadcast television into kind of um the wider kind of video ecosystem where there are just more players now so yeah the 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 market obviously just began to feel like um there's a bit more pain ahead for seven just yet. 
Next, all systems go for Foxtel's New Hope. On Wednesday night, Foxtel will be launching its new product, Hubble. Tim, you'll be there. What do we know so far? Yeah, um, happily we know quite a lot because a press release dropped this morning from from Hubble um, with not not the whole story. I'm sure they'll be holding back one or two things for um, Wednesday night. But one of the key things of Hubble, and this, by the way, is a, it, it's an aggregation play. It's The idea is it's supposed to make it easy to manage all of your streaming subscriptions in one place so um the 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 key piece of information in today's announcement is which of the global and local streaming apps are going to be available and basically the answer is all of them so netflix disney plus amazon's prime video um they're they're all going to be there right from the beginning um now one of the key things which I think remained in doubt was um, what would happen with Stan, which is owned by Nine, with Optus Sport and with Paramount+. Plus. Um, and in fact, this announcement says that they will join the Hubble platform, and this is in their words, soon after launch. So it sounds like a deal has been done, but the technical integration may not quite happen in time. It sounds a lot to me like Optus's sub-hub. Would you, is, is that a fair assumption? Look, it... it it is. I think that's at least part of it because, yeah, the, one of the solutions that that Optus offers, along with Optus Sport, which obviously is is, is mainly about soccer, is um, yeah the ability to manage all of your subscriptions in one place. Um, now that that I think is part of it. Um, uh, obviously, you've got two things going on there. You've got, you're managing your subscriptions, and then you're navigating your diff- different apps. So those are those those are two questions. Um, so I think it's it's one of those things is until you actually get your hand on the 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 the, the navigation and play with it yourself, it's a little bit hard to tell where it sits and also of course the other thing about hubble is as well as having you know that little sort of box that looks like a i don't know if you know the um the uh, the uh, apple's kind of mac mini that little box looks a lot a lot like one of those boxes or the like the apple tv box you know that sort of size um but there's also the um what they call the glass TV as well, which um, which again will have Hubble inside. And the idea of this is is a super simple TV to use. You just plug in your MBN cable and it goes, and that will include the ability to stream all of the free-to-air live services without even needing an aerial. So that's another service as well. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I, I, I you know, and, and until you get your hands on though, how it actually feels, the aggregation side of things, I don't know. So how does it compare to the other aggregation service, Fetch? Yeah, look, it's worth noting that Fetch is now majority owned by Telstra, which, of course, is the minority owner of Foxtel and therefore Hubble. So Telstra does have a, a a horse in both plays. You know, as you, as you know, a few weeks back, we had Scott Lawson from Fetch on as a guest on the podcast now i i really like the navigation of fetch you know i think that's a a great service that really helps you as a user surface the best of the content that's available to you you know so so that certainly goes quite a long way in 
solving the problem of finding stuff. Um, the other thing which Fetch has, which, or at least with the, um, what they call the Mighty, which is the larger Fetch box, is the ability to record as well. Now, I understand that Hubble will not offer the ability to record stuff. So that, um, th- that to me is one little disadvantage. You know, I mean, I must admit, I'm sometimes I feel like I'm the last person in Australia who still has a Foxtel box. But one of the things I use it for is actually recording free to air television. Um, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I hate to say this as somebody who, who generally likes the advertising industry and tries to support it, but I find it very useful to fast forward to through. Not you Tim, know. you're killing me. You're killing me. As someone who makes the ads, you're killing me. I feel so guilty, but equally, um, my, my advice to you, Abe, is make better ads. All right. <laughs> so that I want to watch them or listen to them. Um, but no, so I will tend to, um, particularly when there's heavy advertising load, of course you do, you know, that that's something that consumers like. So I am a little surprised because, it, you know, even with the Foxtel box, obviously you can fast forward um, and rewind. So so that's one, uh, um, yeah, one function I was surprised to hear isn't there. Um, but as I say, I'm really holding back my judgment until I've actually had a, a, a chance to experience it hands-on. Up next, 10 loses its boss. Um. And in more recent news, Tim, 10's boss, Jared Villani, is out. He's been on the podcast with us a couple of times. Tim, what do we know and what's going on with Paramount? (laughs) Uh, The reason I'm chuckling slightly is because in a terrible piece of timing, um, uh, fortunately not very prominently, but I did mention in Saturday's Best of the Week newsletter that perhaps people were getting a bit carried away in covering the Paramount job losses because globally they were going to be about three percent of the workforce and while that's kind of sad for anyone involved all media companies local and globally are going through a similar process at the moment so i kind of felt that last week there was lots of coverage of paramount job cuts going and i at the time i felt it was a it it was it, it was all slightly more prominent than it deserved to be but then more recently we 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 learned that jared valani the um the co-boss of 10 alongside beverly mcgarvey is out jared kind of comes from an accounting background whereas beverly mcgarvey comes from the sort of uh tv commissioning and programming side of things so um part of the changes going on with paramount globally um as i say they they they'd announced those cuts um and what has seemed sort of increasingly um obvious as recent weeks have gone by is that in some way at a global level paramount is probably in play it's probably not with its final owner you know there's there's likely going to be a merger or a sale or something and there's lots of different ways that they can play out and then depending what that is probably then decides whether that has major or minor ramifications for town locally um now you know and i stress it could be relatively minor because at the moment sort of um you know, it's not been a bad owner for 10 in that they've had access to all of this global content. They've had some stability. Um, so 
so yeah, so a bit of a ruction, but yeah, it was a surprise seeing Jared Villani going. I um I don't know him well, but I've always enjoyed dealing with him. He's always seemed quite a pleasant person in in my dealings with him. Um, so um so yeah, so a bit of a change, you know that that sort of um again, I I seem to remember last time we interviewed for the podcast, Jared and Bev together. One of the questions I sort of raised was this thing of joint bosses never seem to last, but I think the point I made then was they had. But, yeah, looks like I was wrong about that as well. Well, that's it for today. We'd love to hear what you think at letters at unmade.media. That's letters at unmade.media. Don't forget, if you want to support Unmade, become a paying member. Go to unmade.media to find out how. Or if you enjoyed this, please go and give us five stars on your podcasting app. It helps other people find us and supports Tim's ego. Today's podcast was produced with the usual enthusiastic support of Abe's ego. <laughs> That's just a joke. <laughs> Today's podcast was produced with the usual enthusiastic support of Abe's audio. See you next time. Toodle pep. Unmade. Podcast edit by Abe's audio.